Aging and Disease Prevention Radio is right here on Radio MD. Here's author, blogger, lecturer, and national medical media personality, Dr. Michael Smith, MD, with Healthy Talk. So I'm asking the question, can cancer actually be cured? I mean, that's a big question, and there's a lot of, I think, um, appropriate topics to discuss within trying to answer that question. So I, I brought on um, an expert in this field. His name is Dr. Craig Dion. He has more than 25 years' experience in the pharmaceutical industry, directing drug discovery and drug development. He is now the chief executive officer at Genspera, and Dr. Dion directs the organization as a, at, a, at a clinical stage, um, really working on the, the developing those cutting-edge therapies to treat some of the most challenging uh, cancer cases. Uh, Dr. Dion, welcome to Healthy Talk. Oh, thank you very much for having me on the show. I know you got a lot of exciting things going on there, and you and, and there's one particular drug that you're, uh, you know, about what we call phase two studies. We're going to get to that in the next in the next segment, Doctor Dion. What I want to talk about, though, I want to have a nice, open, honest discussion with you about curing cancer. Um, and and let me just set the stage because I'm going somewhere with this, and and uh, and maybe you know, coming from the pharmaceutical industry, Doctor Dion, I might challenge you a little bit because when you ask. Um, even some doctors, but a lot of lay people, can cancer be cured? Inevitably, you know what they say to me? Well, of course not, because it's a big business. What do you think about that? I mean, is, is, has cancer therapy become such a big business that we don't want to cure? You know, I would disagree with that. At least the people that I deal with in this profession, it's not just business people. It's the doctors, the nurses, the patients, their families. Everybody's working hard to cure. Uh, but it's easy to be cynical when your loved one is in pain or dies from the disease. And I think that just points out some of the challenges that we have in drug discovery and development across all therapeutic areas. So what do you think then are the biggest, um, let's say, barriers that, that you know, someone like you or that just in general in medicine that we're facing when it comes to curing cancer? I think it's the biology of cancer itself. You know, it's specifically the genetic heterogeneity within a tumor mass. So even if you killed 99.99% of the cells within the tumor, that last little tiny bit is resistant to drug, and it just continues to grow and give you local and distant relapse. So, you know, clearly, I guess the more tumor mass that a patient has, the greater the genetic heterogeneity within the tumor cells, and it's the greater likelihood for escape from treatment. So the best thing we can yeah. do is early detection and treatment are probably the best bets for success anywhere. Yeah, so Dr. Dean, let me, let's go back to that idea. So and let me try to explain this for my listeners in very simple terms. You know, if, if you have cancer, if you have a, like a solid tumor, within that tumor there's a bunch of individual cancer cells, and there might be a few of them in there, genetically speaking, that are a little different from the rest of the tumor. So they're going to behave a little bit differently. And it's hard to predict how they're going to behave and whether they're going to respond to treatment. And that's what, what, what you mean uh, when you talk about that, that genetic diversity within a tumor, correct? Absolutely. You got it right on target. And so, so that's one barrier. Um, what about what we're learning just when you look at the same type of cancer in different people and how different people kind of uh, respond differently to the same 
cancer. I mean, take prostate cancer. We're learning that that's it's just because a guy has prostate cancer, it doesn't mean it's going to evolve and progress in the same way in him as it did maybe his dad. So what do you what do you think about just just being individuals and how we respond to that same type of cancer? That is the basis for all the discussion we have on personalized medicines today. The more we can learn about that individual patient's tumor at many different levels, at the protein level, at the genetic level, the more we can target drugs specifically for that individual. It's not one size fits all. Uh, That's the old way of doing cancer. The new way is very targeted to individuals. Yeah. Well, the last question I want to ask in, in, in the, the barrier uh, to curing cancer comes kind of from my background, Dr. Dion, as a radiologist. Uh, you, you know, to me, the, at least when I was training in, in the mid to late 90s, I mean, we, you know, the, the promise of really curing cancer, or at least treating it better, was detecting it earlier. Um, where are we at in cancer detection overall? And, and, and are a lot of these um, techniques, are they really available to the average person? What do you think? You know, I, I'm not so much of an expert in diagnostics. I see progress being made all the time. But it comes down sometimes to a matter of cost. And what does it take to screen the population? Because you may have noticed you mentioned prostate cancer. PSA is a good initial screen. But then the argument is it leads to overdiagnosis and then overtreatment, and patients are getting treated that really shouldn't be. And then there's other cancers like pancreatic cancer where we never find it early or practically never, and you only find it when it's a very advanced cancer. So, you know, there's, there's two ways around it. One is we could screen everybody and it costs money and the society doesn't want to pay for it, and then we're just at a loss with other tumors with no approach to it. Uh, so I, I still believe, though, early detection is the best way to go because once you've got sufficient tumor mass, you may have already had metastatic spread. And so as a radiologist, you know if it's a localized tumor, you can get at it pretty easily. Once it's spread all over the body, your arsenal right. of tools and, and treatments is limited. So, what, so what's promising out there in, in the global cancer <laughs> drug market? I mean, what what... Is it, a type, is it a class of chemotherapy agent? Is it a way we deliver it? I mean, what do you think is really promising? I think the new wave of uh, immunotherapeutic drugs <clears throat> is going to be very, very important uh, because now you're taking, harnessing your body's own defense system to attack the tumor. Now, I think there's been a lot of hype associated with the immunotherapies. <clears throat> what you have is anywhere from 15 to 30 percent of patients having a great response to the drug and others essentially no response at all. So we haven't a cure-all for everybody, but for a significant portion of patients, it's very, very good. The, the, but we're just beginning to learn how to use immunotherapies. Because it turns on your immune system in some patients, it sets up autoimmune disorders, which are very, very serious side effects. And so, again, you know, it's just the early wave, but I think you're going to see more and more combination treatments with immunotherapies, uh, which in the long run, I think we're going to learn how to minimize all those side effects. Right. Dr. Dion, tell us about, um, I know this is something that you, your company is really uh, doing a lot of research in, what, this idea of precision drug delivery. What, what, ex- what is that, and, and what does the future hold for precision drug delivery systems? 
you know, that means a lot of different things to different people. Um, I think we have precision drug delivery in our lead drug because it is targeted to a protein that resides essentially only within tumors. And that protein activates our drug only within the tumor. So it's a way for us to give a very, very potent toxin to the body and have it not be recognized anywhere except in the tumor. And so you deliver it only there. You maximize your anti-tumor effect and you minimize efficacy. I mean, minimize any side effects. But there aren't a whole lot of, I would say, very good targeted tumor delivery systems. I think we have an exquisite one. Uh, where yeah. people usually talk about precision medicine is understanding more the genetic nature or the genetic defect in the tumor that you can attack with specific drugs that are systemic and, and treat all the cells of your body but have their positive effect only in the tumor cell. Okay. Dr. Dion, is there a website that my listeners can go to to check out uh, what the kind of research your company is doing? By far, the one I recommend the most is uh, www.clinicaltrials.gov. You can search for clinical trials according to uh, drug itself, across okay. geographies, anything you want. It's I'll a tell you what, website. Dr. Dion, let's leave, let's leave it there. Uh, this is Healthy Talk on Radio MD. I'm Dr. Mike. Stay well.